0: Yo, 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 what's up, what's up, we're back, we're back for another week, once again, welcome to the So What You are Saying podcast, I am your host, Willie Will, as of course, I'm back after a week off, unfortunately, when you have a job and this is not what you do full time, it is a little difficult. Sometimes, because you know, whatever company you work for, they uh, they don't really understand that you have a life sometimes outside of outside of what you do for them. And then, you know, you know they gotta run their business, and you can't get mad at that. You have to do what you do. But I'm back. After a week off, sorry I missed you guys, but I'm here, and I have a good show lined up for you, as always. So, as always, um, we're gonna get into what we're gonna talk about, of course, uh, this still being Black History Month, I am going to get into, of course, uh, another not well-known black history figure. Uh, um, We're gonna talk about the Grammys, the halftime show at the Super Bowl. Um, I have some feelings on that, of course. And, of course, with Black History Month, we're going to, with the 50th anniversary, excuse me, and this being Black History Month, the 50th anniversary of hip-hop, I'm going to get into, you know, uh, 10 more of my 50th, 50 greatest hip-hop songs ever. This week uh, is called for the ladies and the crews. I condensed two into one, being that I missed last week. And even though I could have dedicated a week to each one, I felt like I wanted to keep on track for what I need to do and, you know, get it done, and get it out to you guys in the proper amount of time like always. But, of course, before we get into any of that, got to make sure I let you know where you can find me as always. So if you look here on the screen, you as always, you can find me at so what you saying five dot at gmail dot com. That's S-O-W-T-U-S-A-Y-I-N-5 at gmail dot com. You could also find me on Facebook at so what you're saying, Instagram at so what you saying, Twitch at so what you're saying. Please let's get these twitch follows up. Let's get, you know, let's make that next move for Twitch. So let's get them Twitch followers up. Let's get my Facebook follows up. You know, let's get to that next level. Let's get So What You're Saying out to everybody, as always. But if you cannot find me on any of those platforms, you can always go to my link tree, So What You're Saying, that will link you to everything You need to know when you look for me. So, of course, how's everybody doing this week? I'm hoping everybody, you know, had a good week. It's Friday, TGIF. Uh, I'm hoping everybody had a wonderful week. Hold on one sec. What the heck is with my chair? Okay, much better, much 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 better. So again, like I said, I hope everybody had a good week. I hope everybody, you know, had a productive week. You know, for those who work full time like me, we had a productive week. I hope you had a wonderful week. I hope your loved ones have been good. It, in New York, it's been weird. The weather's been good. Yesterday was in the freaking sixties. I didn't even need my. I didn't even need a coat. It's supposed to go down. Uh, and according to what I've read, we're supposed to get snow at some time this month. I don't know when, but we're supposed to. But it is what it is. I'm not going to y'all, you know, make it such a big deal, deal with that. But once again, it, is, it has been nice here in New York. The weather's been crazy. Mother Nature's been on one. And I, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm scared for when we do get this snow because I think it's going to be bad really 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 bad when we do get this snow but like i said it is what it is um so everybody sit back relax and uh enjoy enjoy what i got for you so wait hold up let me get this here up all right so first things first Um let's start with uh Rihanna's Super Bowl halftime performance. First off I feel like everybody is um there people are making too much about her performance. I thought it was good. Um like we had people like like Goldberg who said uh he was disgusted. Goldberg, if you don't know, is a famous professional wrestler wrestler. And he said he thought it was horrible and it was disgusted. And most of the people that I looked at on my um on my Facebook timeline and Instagram have all enjoyed Rihanna's halftime show. I like I said, I don't have I'm I'm not mad at it. She did a good good job. I mean, granted, I, I want people to understand something. If it's not for you, you don't have to watch it. That's how I feel about what Goldberg said. That's how I feel about what some other people said. It got, uh, it it was viewed by 113 million people. Like, Rihanna hasn't been, hasn't performed. She hasn't put out any new, new music or anything for a very long time. And for her to come back and, of course, be pregnant and do that performance I thought it was great. Now, like I said, I don't, I I want people to understand something. It's not always, you you don't always have to, um, you're not always supposed to enjoy everything. Because like I said, everything is not for everybody. and i feel like i feel like rihanna got a bad rap for this and i again i don't think it was i don't think the the black community saw it as horrible i i think most of the people that i've seen enjoyed the performance and like i said for her to do it while she was pregnant conan same vein, uh the way Beyonce did the MTV Awards while she was pregnant. I'm not understanding what everybody's big issue with her performance is. I mean, granted, like I said, the game, first of all, it came at a time with one of the best Super Bowls we've had in a long time. Because for those who who know anything about the Super Bowl, know that the Super Bowl is usually a blowout. It's uninteresting. So most people, you know, turn away and stop watching at a certain time and be like, nah, and then they come back maybe for the halftime show and if it's good, they'll watch. If not, they'll stay. So most of the time it's not, you know, it, it, the Super Bowl is very interesting. But you had a very good Super Bowl this year. You had a very, 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 very good halftime show, and for everybody who 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 is you know getting on Rihanna, oh, for whatever reason about her performance, I don't see the issue with it. I have never, I don't see the the problem with her performance. Like, I mean, what more could she? What, what you want? She's not Beyonce. Yes, I admit I'm more of a Beyonce fan. The Rihanna fan. Rihanna has some joints that I do like, so I'm not even gonna, you know, say like say, oh, I'm, I'm not, a, I'm not a fan. I'm not a huge fan, but yeah, I'm a fan because, like I said, I, she does, she has music that I like very much. But I'm still trying to figure out what everybody is having such a big issue about. That's S-O-W-T-U-S-A-Y and five at gmail.com. You know, help me understand what the problem with her performance was. Because I didn't find anything wrong with it. And I continue, unlike this some people who are out, like there's public figures, like I said, Goldberg. Uh, there's a couple other public figures that, that, that didn't enjoy the performance. Uh, Goldberg said it was disgusting. But I feel like she did a very good job. Like, to me, it was like she did what she had to do. She did everything she was supposed to do. She made it enjoyable. I mean, how much more can you, what, what more can you ask for from the young lady? And Especially when she did the performance while pregnant. I'm, I'm not understanding what more you could ask for, for from her. So that's my thoughts on Rihanna's performance at the Super Bowl. Uh, like I said, I think people are doing too much or making too much out of it. It's not a big deal, not a big issue for me. But like I said, she, she did a wonderful job. And um, you know I'm looking forward to seeing if she's going to put out any new, any new music. Because to be perfectly honest, I'm... Um, I'm very interested just to see if she, I mean, I know she's pregnant and, you know, she's got her, her Savage Fenty line. She really doesn't have to, like, she's a billionaire now, so really she's, anything she wants to do, she could do it at her whim. But I'm interested, I'm interested to see if that that she's going to, you know, put out any new music, because um, I'm pretty sure even though she hasn't put out anything, or has been putting out any any music, you know, in the recent, I'm pretty sure she, she's she been recording music. I just don't think that she's felt the need to put any out. And because of her, her business, her, her, her Savage 50 line being so successful, so I feel like she's just, you know, buying her time. When she's ready, she's ready. And that's, she has a right. The same way Beyonce has right. Beyonce was not putting out. Beyonce was hidden for very long time. Like, like I follow her on, on, on IG, and she you know she pictures her her kids, um, pictures with her husband. Um, but other than that, you know they they've been laying low. Even Jay Z, been laying low. They've been laying low. They've been living life, and when they find the time or when they're ready to appear. And be, you know, um, be seen by the world. They are. So, that's that's my take on that. Like I said, I, I believe she 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 um when she's ready, she'll put out new music. I feel like she's, you know, she might be prepping. She might be be revving up to do it, but I still think, you know, she's pregnant again. Uh, Congratulations to Rihanna uh, for having her and ASAP Rocky, Rocky having another one. So congratulations. I'm just, you know, just thought I would give my two cents on the halftime show because I just feel like people are making too much of her performance and like I said I think she did a, an excellent job. And again, I'm I'm not mad at what she's doing or what she did in her performance. It was actually a very visually taking performance with her coming in from 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 the top of uh State Farm Stadium. So that's how I feel about that. Um before I go get into uh, the, my my thoughts on the Grammys. I I'll leave that till just before we um before I do my get to my list because I have my own feelings about that as well. So um, let's get to my uh lesser known Black History figure for this week um as of course i've been um i have been you know uh researching black history figures outside of you know the people we do know the rosa parks the uh the martin luther kings you know people who have been instrumental in black history and don't get the, the same type of recognition that the other black history figures get. So as always, this week's, well, lesser known black history figure is uh, Dorothy Height. So who is Dorothy Height? Let's get into it. Dorothy Irene Height was an African-American, American civil rights and women's rights activists, She focused on the issues of African-American women, including unemployment, illiteracy, and voter awareness. Height is credited as the first leader in the civil rights movement to recognize inequality for women and African-Americans as a problem that should be considered as a whole. She was the president of the, the National Council of Negro Women for 40 years. So, here's the woman that didn't separate the issue of black women's rights and black people's rights, which I, I'm glad because those shouldn't be separate issues. They should be dealt with at the same time. It doesn't shouldn't matter that you're a black woman. You're still an African-American. You're still a black person, black or brown person. And, well, the problem I have nowadays is... That a lot of our issues, as black people, they separate them. So what it is is they separate the ladies, the uh, black women, black and brown women, from black people, like they're a whole separate other race, out and they're not black. Just like the rest of us are. I feel like we need to get back to okay, we are. This is, we are one of the same. And I, I need for, after I get through this, I, I I need for black people to be on my side for this one, especially my black men. So I'll get into that take after I get through uh, this um, little biography for Dorothy Height. Dorothy Height was born in Richmond, Virginia, on March twenty-four, March twenty-fourth, nineteen twelve. Now March is a month for me. Is a next month will be a little little tough for me. Uh, I will not make any unknown calls about it. Uh, it's not only my grandmother's birthday, but my great grandmother's birthday, and they they were both very important to me. And um, you know, I I don't want to. You know, convolute this issue, but it is a very tough month for me. I lost them both. I love them very dearly. They, uh, they helped, you know, mold me into a better man, uh, to a better father. So, you know, it, it's a little tough for me, but of course, I will make it through because they made me strong, strong enough. They've given me the strong enough will to, do what I need to do, and to follow any dreams I may have, especially doing this, as at one point I never thought I would be doing this, so they are two of my biggest inspirations on the face of the earth. But back to Dorothy Height. When she was five years old, she moved with her family to Rankin, Pennsylvania, a steel town in the suburbs of Pittsburgh, where she attended racially integrated schools. Height's mother was an active in the Pennsylvania Federation of Colored Women's Club and regularly took Dorothy along to meetings where she established her place in the sisterhood. So that's wonderful. And and that's another thing where it's another thing I, I, I have a feeling about before I move on. I always hear that men with their daughters. And I agree 100%. As a father of a 15-year-old young lady, I feel like my place is to always be there for my child. You know, I, I I do things where most people be like, ah, you're spoiling your child, but I'm not. I'm actually, you know, showing her what a man is supposed to do. You know, I, I want her, you know, um, granted, you don't really want your children to start, especially men with your daughters, and women with their with their mothers. I mean, men with their mothers, you don't or boys with their mothers. You don't really want your children to start dating because you kind of feel like they're trying to find somebody to replace you. But I also feel like men should be showing their sons how to be men, and women should be showing. Their daughters, how to be respectable young women in this society. That's why both are needed. Because a man can't, a woman can't teach a man how to be a man because a woman is not a man. I don't care what women talk about, oh, I'm playing both roles, father and mother. No, you're playing one role. You are the mother. You can't really teach your son how to be a man. You could teach him how to be respectable to women. And you could raise him to be a respectable young man to women, but you can't really show him how to be a man. You have the the father; that's a father's role with their sons, and it's the same, vice versa, with um, with fathers and their daughters. You can teach your daughter how to choose a good man. I remember something that my daughter's mother told me that still sticks with me. That I think makes me go a little harder with my child is the fact that men, your daughters are, you are the really the first one your daughters fall in love with, which is true. You are the first man your daughters fall in love with. And at the end of the day, if you're not showing them the way that a man is supposed to act towards a woman, no matter what your beef is with your your, your child's mom, you still have to show your daughter how to be respectable towards women. And this is why, even though there are times when me and my daughter, daughter's mom, I don't really, I we don't see eye to eye. Um, I never. My daughter will never see me disrespect her mother ever in the history. In uh, in the history of negative, never. And, you know, going back to this. It's also up to the, m- to the mothers to show their daughters how to be respectable young ladies in the society. See, where Do- uh, Dorothy Height's mother did was she took her along. She showed her the way. She showed her what a respectable young woman should be in the society today, in that society at the time. And I think that I, I-, I love that her mother at an early age, took her and showed her a sisterhood. Because, really, that's what it should be, a sisterhood. The same way it should be men in a brotherhood, it should be women in a sisterhood. And women should be able to show their daughters what a sisterhood really is supposed to be like. And that should help inform and help their Daughters choose their friends better. So that's all I've got to say about that. But moving on. Heights' long association with the YWCA, the Young Women Christians Association, which is what YWCA stands for, same way YMCA stands for Young Men's Christian Association, began in a girl reserve club at Rankin's, in Rankin's. Organized under the auspices of the Pittsburgh YWCA, an enthusiastic participant who was soon elected president of the club, Height was Height was appalled to learn that her race barred her from swimming in the pool at the Central YWCA Bridge. Though her arguments could not bring about a change in policy, in 1920s Pittsburgh, Height later uh, dedicated much of her Professional energy to bringing profound change to the YWCA. So early, early on, as you can see, she made it her business to basically try to bring about some change. Like black women couldn't shoot swim in a pool. Like why? What's what's the issue? So you, as you can see, she. from an early age, she was building up towards something bigger. And she, you know, took on already at an early age, she took on a I guess you want to say an activist role. So she had begun early. It started for her early and she did not not Take on the challenge, which some people don't do today. But that's another thing I will talk about later on. While in high school, Height became became socially and politically active in anti-lynching campaign. A talented orator, she won first place and a thousand dollars scholarship at the national oratory contest held by the Elks. Height graduates from Rankin High School in 1929. So the way we look at Martin Luther King as a great talker great orator she had the same same thing she was a great talker great orator so she was she she was active she was out there in these streets getting it done and that's what people need to understand and everybody again I'll talk about that at the end. So on to the next next slide. From 1934 to 1937, Height worked in the New York City Department of Welfare, an experience she credited with teaching her the skills to deal with conflict without intensifying it. Now this, I'm going to stop right here before I go back and finish. And this is something that we as black people need to learn a hundredfold. I understand there are times when there are people that are wrong. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't, as, as a black person, when something's wrong, you know, you shouldn't call it out. But once you see the height, the the, the, the situation is getting ready to be escalated, you should learn, we should learn as black people. Let me not say that because I've done it on on numerous occasions. We need to learn to take the issue at hand and we need to de-escalate it before it gets worse. You see what people don't understand is we're always looked at as animals. And the reality of the situation is, excuse me, they need to stop looking at us as animals. And the only way for them to do that would be for us to learn how to de-escalate situations. Now, of course, there are situations where they take it to the next level and we should... You know, and then the consequences are what they are. And I'm sorry that a lot of times we have to deal with this. But we need to learn as black people to not escalate situations and to de-escalate them and make them and turn them to our advantage. Because they look at us as animals. And in this day and age, we have to learn that, you know what? It does not matter whether we're right or wrong or whether they're right or wrong. Let's make the situation, let's de-escalate the situation because especially in, in things with the cops, they have guns. And even though we just had the Tyree Nichols thing, rest in peace Tyree Nichols, where they beat him to death, pepper sprayed him, And all that, they still have the one thing that could end your life within in in an instant, and that's a gun. So, just I want people to be mindful that we as people need to learn. We we as Black people need to learn to kind of try to de-escalate situations before they get to points where to the point of no return. That's all I'm saying on that. But moving on. From there, she moved to a job as a counselor at the YWCA of New York City, Harlem Branch, in the fall of 1937. Soon after joining the staff there, Hype met Mary McLeod Mary Bethune and Eleanor Roosevelt at a meeting of the National Council of Negro Women, the NCNW, held at the YWCA, at the YWCA, In her 2003 memoir, Height described the meaning, on the fall day of the redoubtable, Mary McLeod Bethune put her hand on me. She drew me into her dazzling orbit of people in power and people in poverty. The freedom gates are half ajar. She said, we must pry them fully open. I have been committed to the calling ever since. The following year, Height served as an acting director of the YWCA of New York City's Emma Ranson House resident. So, she got, there was another, Mary McLeod Bethune, basically, solidified for her that she had to be a part of the movement to help uh, African Americans and particularly African-American women, gain their freedom, gain anything, gain gain equality. That's the word I should be looking for, equality. Women, men, any person of color. So that meaning helped her, helped form her and make her the person, and make her a better person and show that she had to be a part of this fight. (laughs) Excuse me. In addition to her YC, YWCA and CNW work, Height was also very active at the United Christians Youth Movement, a group intensely interested in relating faith to real-world problems. Now, I understand that part. And it is that we are, we do have issues where we need uh, faith sometimes, and there are people who are, who are not going to believe in what I believe, and there are people who believe differently. But I also believe that, you know, sometimes there are situations that call for just having a little faith. And, and that's all I feel about that. To the next in nineteen ninety height, along with fifteen other African Americans formed the African American Women for reproductive freedom now this is this is big as what we have going today is a fight for women and their abortion rights, as we all know, um you know they're trying to cut down these Republicans or these white men with money are trying to do away with abortion rights in the United States of America. So I think in this point, people need to understand and we all need to 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 get in this battle because nobody should give a woman, nobody. it should be nobody's right to tell a woman what she could do with her body. Like I said, if I was able to get a woman pregnant and she decided that she wanted to have an abortion, then... I I could tell her, yo, it would it would hurt, but I can't, I, I can't tell her what to do with her own body. And this is part of a fight that we all need to take part of, not just me, but everybody. Whether you believe in it, but whether you believe in abortion or not, should not be the issue. The issue at hand is. If it's you, what's next? They may tell you what you can't do with their body. Telling you you can't have surgery on your toes to fix something that could, that's clearly fixable. And I feel like the people who don't believe in abortions should join this fight only because eventually it will go from having abortions to something as simple as being able to remove a tattoo off your body. And nobody should be able to tell you what to do with your body as a female. No man, no next woman, nobody. That is your body that's between you and your doctor. Height received the Presidential Medal of Freedom from President Bill Clinton in 1994. Height's 90th birthday celebration in 2005 raised $5 million towards funding the NCNW's mortgage. Of their W well, Washington DC headquarters, the Dorothy I the Dorothy I Height Building, two notable were Don King, and Oprah Winfrey. So see, hey, look, two people: Don King and Oprah Winfrey, and Oprah Winfrey. As we all know, Oprah's stamp approval is like crazy. So if you stamp by Oprah, you know. They donated, they both donated to get up to that $5 billion. Uh, uh, Height was recognized by Barnard for her achievements as an honorary Alma alumna during the college's commemoration of the 50th anniversary of the Brown versus Board of Education decision in 2004. She was also well-known for her hats and hat collection, many of them made by a black Washington, D.C. Milner, Vanilla Bean, one of which was featured Heights USPS stamp. Portions of her hat collection have been shown in museums. So pretty much, here's a woman that did her thing and was well-known for her hats. I mean... That, that that's kind of like women being worn for their wardrobe, that that that's nothing new at all. So everybody, you know. So, it is what it is with that. Last slide of the whole thing. According to a family history DNA analysis performed by African American Ancestry Inc., which everybody is now trying to, uh, you know find their DNA, find their ancestry in their DNA. A Height's maternal line has a root among the people of modern-day Sierra Leone. Don't know how to pronounce that. If I screwed it up, sorry about that. Dorothy Height never married and had no children. So, hey, she, she, she walked tall alone. On March 25, 2010, Height was admitted to Howard University Hospital in Washington, D.C. for unspecified reasons and under protest, because she had pending speaking or because she had pending speaking arrangements. So basically, they protested her going to the hospital because she was sick. Dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. Uh, she was sick, but here you go with here you go why she needs to go to the hospital. She died less than four weeks later on April 20th, 2010. So you were arguing that she couldn't go. She had speaking arrangements, so she shouldn't have been in the hospital. But four weeks after she goes to the hospital, she dies. (sighs) What is the world coming to? What is the world coming to? She died at the age of 98. President Barack Obama delivered the eulogy for her funeral. Now, as everybody knows, my president is black, and that's my president right there. And, uh, you know, it was a perfect person to deliver eulogy. I bet you it was heartfelt and everything. Her funeral service was at the Washington, uh, Washington National Cathedral on April 29, 2010, which was attended by many other dignitaries and notable people. She was later buried at Fort Lincoln Cemetery in Colomar Manor, Maryland. Shortly after Height's death, Congresswoman Eleanor Holmes Norton and Mayor Vincent Gray encouraged the U.S. Postal Service to name D.C.'s former main post office the Dorothy I. Height Post Office. This honor made Height the only African American woman to have a federal facility in D.C. named after her. So there you go. Now, people need to understand this woman made it her life's mission to basically fight for inequality for African Americans and for women. Which I'm telling people right now that's what you need. That's what we need. People like that. Especially now. With all the stupidness we got going on and all the stuff that's that's happening to us as black people now, we need people that are willing to fight for us. Put boots to the ground and go. See, when people are not Doing nowadays is that, or what they're doing is they're arguing about what they deem as wrong for us. But I don't see them getting up and putting in the work to make the change. And that's what we need. We need to put in the work to make the change. If you can't, if you're not going to put in the work to make the change, then what the hell are you really talking about? You want to see change, but you don't want to put uh, 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 feet to the ground for the change. What kind of dumbness is that? You can't have one and not want to do the other. So really, I, I I say that to say this. Please, people, we all want change. We all want change. We all want our way of life, our quality of life to to. To improve as black and brown people, but stop talking about it and then turning around the next minute and just being like, "Well, they it needs to because we earned it. If we've earned it, show it. Put your ass on the ground and fight. Maybe I should do more, and I'm trying to increase a platform to do more. But as always." We say we want something, but not willing to put in the work to do it. So if you're not willing to put the work in to do it, I don't I don't want to hear it. I kind of I kinda don't want to hear it coming from you. I really don't. And that's how I feel about that. So there you go. That's Dorothy Height. That's her. That's my bio for this week. We got one more to go for next week. Um. Sorry, I'm not reviewing a movie this week, but I, I had to do two. Had to condense two lists in one, and a couple of things. Other things happened while I was out, so next week's movie will be because I'm not putting a poll up. Um, next week's movie will be Minister Society. There's a reason for that, and um, we will also have two dignitaries next week which I'm going to start working on on to uh, on Sunday and Monday when I'm off on Monday and we're going to get it we're going to get it going for next week. <coughs> All right. So, excuse me. me. Sip this water here. Let's go to the next thing I want to talk about. And this is something that everybody's fighting on um online and I, I seen this list and I have it pulled up and we're going to go through it right quick. So Billboard revealed their top 50 greatest rappers of all time in honor of the 50th anniversary of hip hop. Now, I I do not agree with everything on this list. So I'm, We're going to go through it and I'm going to tell you why I don't agree. Whether I agree with it or I don't agree with it, this just is my take. Uh, But, and I'm also gonna tell you who got snubbed, who I really believe got snubbed off this list. But I do understand that this list is subjective. This, uh, This list is like my list of the 50 greatest hip hop songs. It's subjective to me. It's subjective to the people who voted for this. It's not subjective to the rest of the world it's put out there so that you can have an opinion whether you agree or disagree with the people on the list but it's put there for you everybody to have an opinion i have an opinion you have an opinion people i know have an opinion my daughter has an opinion and that's what this is it's some it's i don't know if it's one person or five people or 20 people or 30 people but this is their opinion and it's very subjective so, I want people to understand when I agree or disagree with somebody with this list, on this list, it's my personal opinion whether they deserve to be there or not. And everybody else is going to have their own opinion on whether they deserve to be there or not. So, let me get started. And switch you guys over to him. And number 50 is Rick Ross. Do I agree with this? No. Should he be somewhere close to the top 50? Yes. But not at number 50. There's other people who changed hip hop that should be on this list. And don't get me wrong, Rick Ross is an excellent rapper. I'm not the biggest Rick Ross fan, but he has joints that I really do love. But Rick Ross should not be on this list. That lit, if I even, uh, Jaru said earlier in the week he he's mad he didn't make the list. Ice T is not on the list. Slick Rick is not on the list. And Rick Ross is. I do believe one of those should have been in that spot. Don't get me wrong, I think Ross may be in the 50, uh, the 50 to 55, 51 to 55 range, but he should not be on this list at number 50. Again, I believe Ice-T, Slick Rick, or or um, or ja Rule should be here at this spot. And there's ladies that didn't make this list that probably should be there at this spot. But I'll get through to that. Okay, so Ross was number 50. Rev Run, Run DMC, number 49. You, if you know anything about hip-hop, then you know Rev Run should be way further up on this list. 49, he makes the list. Don't get me wrong, he definitely makes the list. But at number 49, eh, no, he should be further up on this list, but I am glad he made the list. Melly Mel, Grandmaster Flash, The Furious Five. As you know, on uh, the week before last show, uh, Grandmaster Flash and him made my list for The Message. Melly Mel is number 48. Maybe that's the right spot for him, but he does deserve to be on the list. One of the godfathers of hip-hop. Nothing more to to say to that. MC Light number 47. Let me say this. I know there's going to be women on this list that and I'm not arguing that they may maybe maybe they may, maybe they should or shouldn't make this list but none of them are lyrically as adept as MC light at all at all 47 for light nah nah that's, that, that that's, that's disrespectful. Disrespectful. Definitely, light should not be number forty-seven. I'm sorry, she should be further up on this list. But again, happy she made the list. But like I said, this was made by people who probably don't have no connection to the culture. Number forty-six, Jada Kiss. <laughs> Yo, I can see already. Now I haven't gone through the whole list. I, I wanted to save going through the list to be with to do it with you guys. They don't know hip-hop. Jadakiss, 46? <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. They didn't watch that versus battle the way he annihilated the Dipset by himself, pretty much. So, again, glad he made the list, but he should not be number 46. That is definitely not the place for him. Top five dead or alive. That's why he calls himself that way. Now, I don't think he's top five. I think he's top 10. But top five dead or alive? Yeah, yeah. Oh no, IC did make the list. Okay. But at 45, Matt may be. So 45, that might be a good spot for him. Queen Latifah, another female that should be further up on this list. I mean, she's. Her and Light, Roxanne Chanté, uh, the Heather B., Yo Yo, they, they laid the groundwork for what. Nah, well. What we got today with women's hip hop, I'm not really kind of into, but I'm not. That's just me. It's, it's, there's some songs that some people make, but they're they're starting to sound like every they're starting to sound start like each other now. Cool. I do like that F and F beat though. That F and F beat is kind of tough. I ain't gonna lie. But again, Queen should be further up on this list without question. Bun B, UGK, love UGK, love Bun B. Uh, he's number forty three. He maybe should be higher on this list. Not much more, but higher definitely. One uh, of him, uh, Scarface, Ghetto Boys, Houston rap. Uh, yeah, I think he maybe should be further. And he he lyrically whoo, crazy, crazy. Redman. Now, the only reason I agree with where he's at, but not, and he, I could agree for where he's at, but personally, I think he should be further up on the list. I know why he's where he's at. But Redman is still one of the best lyrics. If you want lyrics, just lyrics to go, there you go. That That's the man. That's one of the men to go to. Personally, I think he should be higher on the list because lyrically, he is insane. Um, he uh, People now, uh, lyrically, uh, people are now just starting to get into what he was about, and I've loved Redman since the beginning. So, I, again, I think he should be higher up on this list, but, again, he's not, so there goes that. E forty, definitely a big E forty fan, but I'm not so sure that he deserves to be. He deserves to be on the list, maybe a little higher. But I think again, he's another one that he deserves to be where he's at. Now, Dr. Dre, the rapper, at number forty, I'm okay with. If this was a producer list and he was number 40, I would not be okay with it, at all. But Dr. Dre, the rapper, number 40, have no problem with it. None whatsoever. Luda. Number 39. How do I feel about this? Maybe a little higher. Maybe a little higher. Ludacris is 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 a phenomenal MC. Phenomenal. Matter of fact, he's getting I think believe he's getting ready to go on his tour with Janet Jackson. Who I love to death. Phenomenal MC. Should he be higher? Yes. Where he's at, not mad. He maybe should be. He in in, in my opinion, he's one of my top ten MCs because he has songs that I go to that I love so much. But maybe a little higher. Yeah. I, I I could see it, but right where he's at, I'm not mad with that decision. Gucci man should not be on this list. Should not. Under any circumstances. Gucci man the businessman? Yes. Gucci Man, the artist, hell no. He should be nowhere near this list. There are artists, and if I find there's an artist that's not on this list, and he is, he got to go. But Gucci Man should not be anywhere near this list. Common, number 37, no problems with it. Common is a spectacular rapper. I, I, I have no problems with this. I love Common as an artist. His last couple albums were a little disappointing, but Common, Com, yeah, Common, 37, he is right where he should be. I like, I, I, I like that he's he made the list. Yassine Bey, most deaf, definitely should make the list. He's right where he's at. I have no problems with it. None whatsoever. Future should not be anywhere near this list. Nowhere near this list. Another artist should be nowhere near this list. Nowhere near the top 50, because he's not a top 50 rapper at all. I can name rappers better than him. Slick Rick should be in that spot right now. But of course, I digress. Because again, this is all subjective, but future should not be nowhere near this list. Chuck D, public enemy, 34. Think he should be higher, but have no problem with him being at 34. But he definitely should be on this list. He, he should be higher, uh, top 20 at least. But, you know, I have no problems with that. None whatsoever. Busta Rhymes, another one. He's number thirty three. He should be high on this list, especially top fifteen at least. He has literally made a living, a career, off the off of annihilating everybody, people on their own songs. A career on annihilating people on their own songs, a career. So yes, I think he should be higher. That's just my personal opinion. T.I., have no problems with where he's at. Love T.I. as an artist. That's, that's, that's my man's right there. It's my go-to. It's one of my go-to's. He's definitely, he's, he has definitely has a couple songs in my top 20 songs of all time. So he's definitely going to be on this list. Okay, so Little Kemp. She deserves to be higher on the list. Because now today's rappers, the way Kim was and had to is the way a lot of these female rappers are now. And if it wasn't for her, you couldn't do all the shit you doing now. I mean, the bitch says she make a sprite can disappear in the mouth. I mean, and who says that on a record? Who says that? Yeah, definitely. Kim should be in top twenty. Uh, her being on the list is a great thing, but not that far down. And I'm pretty sure there's two artists, or at least one female, two female artists, or at least one that she should be ahead of. That they're not. That 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 I'm not going to agree with. Lauren Hill. Okay. So, people, don't cut me off. Don't stab me up. Don't do anything, and don't get mad at me for what I say, what I'm about to say. Lauryn Hill deserves to be right where she's at. And I cannot put her any higher. Because first, let's start with this. Love, Love, Miss Education, Lauryn Hill, one of the greatest hip-hop records Ever. 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 And she has a couple songs in my top twenty. But one of the greatest hip hop albums ever created. If you don't, if you want to know anything about women in hip hop, go to that album. Go to that album. With all these hybrids, she was the originator of that hybrid shit, and she was great at it. Lyrically, she was adept. She had a wonderful singing voice. But she definitely doesn't deserve to be hired because she made that album and disappeared off the fucking earth. Now, she went and had a bunch of kids, but she disappeared off the fucking earth. Like, are, are you serious? Again, I think longevity should Play a part in making being in a a top fifty hip hop list at any point as far as an artist, but yeah, she's right where she's at. She deserves Little Kim. I think should be ahead of her, but I'm not mad at where she's at. Number twenty nine, Pusha T. (sighs) Okay. How do I say this? And I know there's an artist above him that I'm definitely is not. I'm not going to agree with just because I do. I detest that particular artist. But that's 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 my man right there. That 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 right there. That that. And I know you youngins are going to be like, he's not better than Drake. No, no. In this hip hop shit, he's part of being in the top of the food chain. Him and Jadakiss deserve to be in that top 10. No questions asked. No questions asked. They have what is the pure hip-hop. They are pure what hip-hop really is. This is why Future should not be on this list because that's not what hip-hop is. So I Rev Run, artists like Rev Run um, should be higher. But again, I digress. This is not my list. And these are people probably voting who don't have any touch with the culture at all. Because if they did, they would know Pusha T should not be 29. Another artist that shouldn't be this low on the list, Black Thought from the Roots. This is why the next... Uh. Part of the lit the, of my list is gonna to be artists who are very underrated, very underrated. Black Thought from the Roots. First of all, I wish he would cut that bit. Stop looking like grandfather Tom out this motherfucker. But are 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 they serious? This is, this this is this list is subjective again. But are they fucking serious? Do you have any touch with the culture at all? But okay, I digress with that one too. Q-tip. Tribe Called Quest. Should be higher. Just my opinion. But he's on the list, but he should be higher. Top 20 at least. I'm very interested to see who the top 20 are. I know who number one is, and I will argue to the death of why he should be number one. But Q tip, I think, should be in the top 20, definitely. Number 26, Big Pun my argument against him being this high is even he died before he could reach his full potential like like, uh, like it's sad how he died but he, he i was i was really looking forward to a big and big big uh, a big and bigger album with him and notorious big cuz it would have happened cuz both of them together that would be the lyrical assassination and lyrically ugh. and lyrically he's probably better than some people above him but so my only argument for him not for him not making the list it would be because he didn't have the longevity but yes lyrically he definitely should be on the list and definitely probably should be top 20 as well Number 25, Method Man. Now, I have one problem with where he's ranked and one problem with how they came across this. Method Man, the artist right here, should be 25. But Wu-Tang Clan should be like number five, six, seven, or eight. But Method Man, and to me, him and Red Man should be back to back. No matter how you flip it, because the two of them together, liquid crack. Liquid crack. But I'm glad he made the list. But I kind of I know as a solo artist, he's one of the be- one of the greats, but I really think he should made him and the Wu-Tang Clairish together should have made the list. And that's just that's just me. K R S one. Again, should be in the top 20. Not mad where he's at, but I think he should be in the top 20. Curtis Blow, another one. I'm not upset where he's at. Maybe he should be a couple spots higher, but not upset at all of where he's at. Ghostface Killer should not be above Method Man uh, at any way, shape, or form, although Ghostface is one of the One of the greats, and if you watch The Breakfast Club or listen to them in the morning, Charlamagne the God thinks it it says his favorite rapper is Ghostface Killer. But I think Method Man should be ranked higher than he is. But, again, that's personal preface. DMX should not be at number 21. He should definitely be be in the top 10. And, again, I know there's a couple artists in that top 10 that should not be there. And X should be there. Big Daddy Kane at twenty, not mad at that. Not mad at that at all. Kane lyrically, as you saw on the on the last my last show, they he, he he's got all everything you need to be a superstar. And Kane is a superstar. <laughs> Missy Elliott, not mad at where she's at either. Number 19, um, she was just different. Her and Timberland together made music that will stand the test of time. Not mad at where she's at. Maybe a couple spots higher. Maybe number 15. But not mad that she's number 19. She's on the list. And in the top 20, where, where is where she should be. Number 18, Ice Cube. Again, not mad where he's at. Uh I wish NWA were together were on this list, but I'm not mad at where any of them, where where he ended up. And I think he should have made the list right where he's at, not mad where he's at. Maybe a spot or two higher, but maybe not any more than that. But there's, again, I I bet there's a couple artists on this list that maybe shouldn't have made it ahead of Q or been ahead of Q. 50 Cent, number 17, No argument to me there. Um, Maybe in the top 15, just because the run he had was something out of, something you've never seen before. So I do agree he should be on the list. Like I said, maybe a couple spots higher, but I'm not mad at where he's at. Scarface, again, another rapper, not mad at where he's at. Again, a couple spots higher, maybe be, be in the top fifteen. But not mad at where he's at because I love Scarface, Ghetto Boys, my player tricks on me. Um, guess who's Bazak. So I I'm not not mad at him at all. J. Cole. Okay, so J. Cole being in the top fifteen. He should be in the top twenty. No doubt about that. He's consistent. He makes great music. He's an excellent producer. So J. Cole, being in the top 15, not mad at top 20 maybe. Like Ice Cube I think should be higher than him. Scarface I definitely think should be higher than him. But, you know, I'm, I'm not mad he's in in that top 15. I'm actually glad he made, somewhat made the top 20 because I feel like they will – and I'm, I know for sure there's, there's going to be a couple artists there he could probably, uh, that I think he's better than. LL Cool J, number 14, not mad at that at all. 13, Rakim, not mad at that at all. Although, personally, I would have put Rakim um, probably in my top 10, because I love Rakim. No, if he has a buts about it. 100000 Only reason I have him not, th- that I, I disagree with him being this high is that even though he's a woof, not too many artists, I would take over 3K. I just don't think, because, because he, he's another one. He made him an outcast, and then he disappeared. And he's popped up on certain songs, like he's on a song with Ti called "Sorry," and I love that song. But yeah, I, 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 again, top maybe top twenty all time, but not this high. Kanye West number eleven. Now everybody knows my beef with Ye. Ye the producer, top five that a lot. Yeah, the artist maybe top 20. I mean, the music is undeniable, but not not number 11. This couple of artists I, I would have taken over him. So here we get to the top 10. And it starts with Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj, the artist probably. Nicki Minaj, the rapper, no. Little Kim should be a higher than Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj is the evolution of what Little Kim of what Little Kim was and is. So for her being in the top 10, not nah, don't, don't agree with that at all. And you youngins, go back and listen to all of Little Kim's albums and tell me why she deserves To be in, Nicki Min Why Nicki Minaj deserves to be ahead of Little Kim, never, never in this, never the history of nigga. Snoop Dogg, no problem, should be in the top ten. He is one of the top ten greatest rappers of all time. Drake should not be in the top ten. Sorry. Sorry, he should not. Drake the Artist, yes. Drake the Rapper, no. Little Wayne, number seven. Don't have really a big problem with it. Uh, his longevity and his consistency. I'm not the big Little Wayne fan, but he deserves to be there. Sorry. I can't, can't, can't argue with that. Notorious B.I.G. should be higher. Definitely should be higher. Should not be number six. I have a top five that I would put together that people might disagree with, but it is what it is, and I will give it to you after this is over. Eminem should be, him and Big should should be flip-flopped, but Eminem, no argument there. Tupac, again, another one. No argument there. He should be higher. Nas, no argument there. You never get an argument from me, on, on Oz being number three. Now, Kendrick Lamar shouldn't be number two. Him and J. Cole should be back-to-back with him having the edge. But I have no problem with him being in the top ten at all. And, of course, number one, everybody's going to argue with Everybody's going to talk about Pac should be there. No. There is, and I'm going to argue this right now, the number one rapper they chose was none other than Jay-Z, Ho, Jiggerman, Sean Carter. And I'm going to make the case why he's number one right now. First off, he has more number one albums than Elvis Presley. Second of all, the white folks love him, so he's integrated well and still made... Stuff for us and so he hasn't sold out he's made stuff for us like this. This is this not an album. Okay Let me I'm gonna go through All his albums and tell you the stuff that he's made for them and the stuff that he's made for us His first album uh, Reasonable Doubt can't knock the hustle street anthem even though that's one of his biggest songs ever street anthem but on the flip side, you got eight note with uh, Foxy Brown. I mean, the white people love that, probably, especially white dudes. They probably that gave them gave them the the, the, the blueprint of where to go to, when they go cheating on their wives. Let's go to um. Uh, volume one. What for the white folks? You got sunshine with Babyface. Even though Jay-Z will admit he wouldn't have made that video with the shiny suit but for the flip side for us in the hood on the black, streets is watching can't argue that let's go to volume two what do you have for the white people? it's a hard night like for us that was is not one of is one of his biggest hits Many people love that he used that anti sample, But what does he have for us? Oh, wait. And he had Can I Get Her. Which was on the um, Rush Hour 2 soundtrack, if I'm not mistaken. Or the Rush Hour 1 soundtrack. What? Love that the People love that. And we loved that song, too. Okay. So what does he have for us? Let's let, let, let's go down the list. Money cash hoes, which is a hood anthem. Um where we go. Oh, if I die, if I should die with the rangers. Come on, man. Come of age two. There you go. Oh, so you so 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 you don't think he can keep going? Uh volume three, so ghetto. Big pimping. The Dynasty, okay, let's go to that one. 1-900-Hustler for us, I just want to love you for them. I can go on all day. Jay, and then not only did he, is he, I won't even, that's not even, okay, you don't want me to go back? You want me to go to recency? Listen to that three-minute song that he did on God Did by DJ Khaled. Tell me different then. Tell me different then. He's your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. Anybody that argues this doesn't know hip-hop. Should be smacked in their face and literally banned from listening to any hip-hop music ever. Ever. There's no fight for this. None whatsoever. And like I said, that's that's just me. That's just my thoughts on that. So before I get to this list, let me give you my thoughts on the Grammy Awards. Let's start with the whole issue with Harry Styles winning Album of the Year and Beyonce not winning Album of the Year. So, I listen to all genres of music. And what people seem to not understand, especially people in uh, the Beehive, if that's what you want to call them, She can't win everything. And she still, at the end of the day, is a black woman. They don't want us to have anything. If they could purposely, if they could keep us out of everything, they would. But they can't. We run this right now when it comes to music. They love Lizzo. Uh, so, this is my, my thing with that. Do I think she had the best album of the year?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Do I think she should have won it over Harry Styles? Probably. But do I have a problem with them giving it to Harry Styles over her? No. Because this is not about her music. Granted, that album came out Renaissance. I liked it. It was different. And it showed that she knew that she couldn't go backwards. She had to keep going forward in order to evolve. And she took over another genre of music. She took it to another genre of music and basically took over. But my thing is... Why is it that the moment somebody else beats her out on something, the whole beehive gets up, up in arms about it? Y'all need to calm down. She cannot win everything. Harry Styles put in the work. Harry Styles was all over the place, just like she was, and she deserved. Uh, he deserved to win that out. Win that award. And that's just me. As far as the tribute to hip hop, I loved it. I thought it should have gone longer. But, again, this show is not about us. And I thought that... They did an excellent job. They spent 50 years in probably about 10 minutes. And there's more they could have gotten to, but, again, wasn't for us. That's, that's not our show. But overall, the Grammys were interesting this year. Um, of course, uh, uh, Trevor Noah was a good host. I will say that. It's, he was a good host because he was funny. And, um, of course, the one thing I did like is that we as black people, we we finished the show, Ricky Rose, giving his consistent bars. Lil Wayne, giving you Lil Wayne bars. But, of course, none other than the man I think is the greatest rapper alive, dead or alive right now. Jay-Z gave us a three-minute song, and he finished pretty much Finished the show. And they stole the show. Khaled, Rick Ross, Lil Wayne, Jay-Z stole that show. And one other thing I'm I wanted to just throw in there just because I um keep hearing people talk about this whole thing with Sam uh Sam Smith and uh, the young lady he did the song with. What the fuck was wrong with that? Y'all just want to have something to talk about. Shut up. Please. Please. Oh, I know why. Because it was an LGBTQ plus type thing. And y'all just want, they, they really just want, don't want them to have nothing. And Sam Smith and that lady did a good job. Shut up. Leave them alone. What is wrong with them? You know what? Because they do not they won't leave them alone, I'll let you leave them alone. Please, please, leave them alone. They did a good job. The song was a hit. What, just because they decided to portray something in a demonic way? What, oh, so now they 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 fucking Illuminati or something? Oh, shut the fuck up. Get the fuck out of here! Plain and simple. Now, I didn't have anybody to give my get the fuck out of here award, but if I had to, the, uh, the people who talk a shit about these two. Get the fuck out of here! And there you go. All right. To the grand finale and what everybody came for. As you know, and as I've been doing, it's 50th anniversary of hip-hop. People know how I feel about hip hop music people know how much i'm love i love hip hop music and it has in, informed my life and um so we get there's going to be 10 songs this week as opposed to the five only because i have to condense two weeks because next week is going to be uh it's going to be next week's show with 10, and then my top 20 will take up the last two weeks. So well, my top 20 and 10 uh, more honorable mentions will be taking up uh, three weeks, the next three weeks, and I'm going to do from 20 to 11, and then I'm going to give my honorable mentions, and then I'm going to do from 10 to 1, of course, uh, to end it all. So, as you know, I am, uh, I've been given my top 20, my top 50 in hip-hop, excuse me, and so here we are with my second set of 10, and it is titled aptly, like the episode is titled, this one is for the ladies and the crews. So let's go to the first song. This song is produced by KG. And you know him as a member and the producer for Naughty By Nature. Here you are with Queen Latifah. Now, there's a couple of other songs I could have chosen by her. But I think because this is the biggest one and it says something and it make it should make the ladies feel good for this. And we should be following kind of a formula uh, a format for this. It's nowadays when gentlemen should be treating women with respect and where women should be uh, respecting each other. This is why this song made the list. Uh, As you know, it it is N I T Y, and here's just a sample of why it made the list.
1: I walked past these dudes when they passed me. Uh. One of them felt my booty. He was nasty. Yeah. I turned around red. Somebody was catching the rap. Then the little one said. <laughs> yeah, me bitch. And laughed. Uh. Since he was with his boys, he tried to break block uh. I, I punched him dead, dead in his eyes. In. you Here we bitch? Go. You gotta let them know. U-N-I-T-Y. U-N-I-T-Y. Yeah. Here we go.
0: So there goes with that. This is why I think Lativa should have been higher on that list. She had her lyrical skill, she has, but she can have li- have lyrical skill and literally say something with what she needs to be saying. So the way I put this list together for this week was I jumped from the women and the crews and back and forth. So uh, you're going to get a different cut. It's going to be a woman, uh female cut. You're going to get a crew cut. So the next song on this list is Buddy by De La Soul, produced by Prince Paul and produced by De La Soul. Now, first, before I get into it, um, rest in peace to True Goy, plug two from De La Soul. Uh, the hip-hop community is more than that loss. But I think this song, first... Let's let me say this: This song is completely different than what is going on today. And you'll hear it because let me tell you something: There's not one curse on this song. And on top of that, this was at a time when you know we had gangster rap coming up, you had N.W.A., Snoop Dogg, Dre. They were getting ready to take over the world, and then here comes these three guys making music that pretty much everybody could relate to and loved. So, without further ado, here is the next song on my list, Buddy, by De La Soul, wait, featuring the Jungle Brothers, Moni Love, Queen Latifah, and Q-Tip, and Fife Dizog, rest in peace, Fife, of A Trial Call Quest.
2: Listen to this disc jockey's introduction to Mother "Crazy Raising <laughs> One's about the tail, the knockouts out there who I call my oh, buddy <laughs> Now just wait, we're gonna talk about buddy on this plate. But before we let the hurt out the gate, make sure all the levels are straight the out. The jungle, the jungle, the brothers, the brothers. They like so. Just in case
0: the young girl likes to clap. the before I begin, I initiate the body with the sound. So there you go with that one. De La Soul Buddy. Uh, I could only play a little bit of it, only because they still haven't released all their music for streaming. won't be until next month. Um, but they had that song had to make the list. It's part of my crew cuts. There's another song I considered, but I think that song is more a uh, top 20 song than this song. Although this song has a different impact, I just decided I I, I like this, this song better here than there. So there goes that, De La Soul Buddy, produced by Prince Paul and De La Soul themselves. So moving on, the next cut on this joint habits to be somebody that I'm almost sure none of you youngins know uh I know because I love this song and it's a classic but I'm pretty sure most of the youngins don't know this song it's called money in the middle by money love it's produced by her is Steel. And Moni was an excellent, was a great rapper. And she's a British rapper. So you're like, that had the added punch to the song. So here is a clip of the next song. Oh, hold on. Let me. Get that back up. There we go. What? I know I added that song. Hold up. Uh, I know I added that song. Why I didn't come up? I have no idea. But again, here's a clip. Hmm. Give me one set. Why the hell- That's interesting. I thought I added it to the list, but unfortunately, I didn't. So, sorry about that, you guys. Wait, let me just see if it's on that. Oh, it is there. Okay, so sorry I didn't add that to the list. I'm not. Uh, I, I'm. I'm sorry about that. But here is Moni in the middle. Listen to her, and I'm pretty sure you would not think she's British, but she is. Now, if you listen to her talk, I believe she used to be on a um, morning show here in New York. But if you listen to her talk, you're like, what the hell? Because she doesn't even sound like it, but that song, on that song, she doesn't sound like it. But when she talks, and opens her mouth. You're like, what the hell? So, yeah. So, there goes that next one. Moni in the Middle. Produced by, again, Moni Love and Steele. On to the next crew cut. Classic. Classic. I think, you know, you had Grandmaster Flash and all. But I think this is where really bodying somebody on their own song came from. This is the symphony by Molly Maul featuring Craig G, uh Cool G Rap, Big Daddy Kane. Um this is this this is where it happened. And I think this is where everybody got on with the bodying of each of each other on, on a on somebody else's song. This was this was instant classic instant classic so produced by molly maul here is the symphony
2: i don't care who's first or who last, but i know that y'all just better rock this at the drop of a dime baby i don't know what y'all gonna do with this but it got to be funky it got to be funky if you're gonna be on it i don't care who start i don't care what y'all do but you got to be finished before the music And I've been planning, jam strong enough that it can lift your soul. I'm the originator, and my rhymes are made of gold. Once you hear the capital A, rap, it'll stay with you for a while. It won't go away unless you force it, because it stays with you, my friend. And if you force it away, I'ma hit you again. I protect my voice so it's right in the crowd. There's a sign at the door, no biting allowed. And if you didn't read it, I suggest you do so. Or you'll be stranded, just like
0: So there you go. With that, like I said, uh as they keep going on, it, you could tell that they were trying to kill each other, lyrically. And this is not what is done today anymore, Um, which I find sad because in the golden era of hip-hop, you were getting on somebody's song. If I invited you to get on a song with me, you were trying to lyrically assassinate me. Now everybody's... There's no competition. I do miss that aspect of of hip-hop, but, you know, that's just why I think a lot of hip-hop is not made for me. Okay, moving on to the next female cut. You've got MC Light, who, again, I thought should have been higher on that list. Now... This song is produced by one of my favorite producers, Jermaine Dupree. And MC Light actually will end up in the top 20. Um, she has another song that I think is is better than this. It's more superior to this song. But I love this song to be on this list. And you're gonna see when the um when I get to the top twenty my top twenty, you're gonna see while the other song is more superior. But this right here, this shows her lyrical versatility. Cause she has other songs I could have put on this list. Uh Light as a Rock, uh Paper Thin, uh Roughneck. But I like this song uh better. Uh Paper Thin and, and, and Light as a Rock are more more battle-heavy songs. And I, I like I'll have like, there's going to be some battle songs in the next set of 10. Um, But I love this song. It's called Keep On, Keeping On. Uh, it's featuring Escape. It's got a nice, smooth vibe. And it has the added addition of having a Michael Jackson sample. Now, if you know what the sample is, email me. And so what you say in five at gmail.com. Let's see who knows where the sample from this song is. So without further ado, here's MC Light. Keep on keeping on.
3: Before I make you suffer, that's when you had enough of Can I get hot when you hit the jackpot? Surely I can if you the man I get loose and produce large amounts of juice Can you get used to that or do you need a boost of energy To enter me and get it on? You're getting warm, I can feel you getting closer Now baby, down this mimosa You better believe it's time to give a toast to the woman of the decade Too bad to be played, get vexed, and I'm bound to throw shade. Over your body, whose body, your body, I can rock a party like nobody. Leaving time and take home the loot. Choosy about who I let knock my boot. Now let me take sight to your loving the light.
0: Now, that has a groove that is just undeniable. And like I said, it has the added addition of having a sample, a Michael Jackson sample. Now, again, email me. So what you're saying, five at gmail.com. That's S-O-W-T-U-S-A-Y-I-N, five at gmail.com. Let's see if you know where that sample is from. Because I knew immediately, at the time that I first heard the song, I kind of was like, I've heard the sample before, and then I actually had to go back, and I know exactly what's from, what song, and what album it's from. So if you know, hey, let a brother know, I know, but let's see if anybody else knows their music like I know my music. Moving on. Next crew cut. Now, I know a lot of people are going to be like, hey, why this didn't make the top 25? Mace is on there. let make the top 20. Mace is on there for another song. But this song right here, this right here, is what a crew cut is all about. This right here. This song here is so murderous. It's like I don't know if if I could even tell people how hard this song is. This is Twenty-Four Hours to Live by Mace. Featuring Black Rob, The Locks. DMX. First of all, this beat is phenomenal. It's produced by Derek D. Angeletti, who worked with uh Diddy a lot in the early days. But this beat is so hard. And I know people are gonna be like, there's another crew cut you could have put with the locks in it. Oh, that's on the top 20 because that song, that song I think is better than this song. Kind of by a little, but kind of by a lot. And I love this song. So without further ado, 24 Hours to Live. I want you to ask yourself one
2: question. If you had 24 hours to live, what would you do? Would you do? That's some deep shit right there. A lot of pressure. How would you handle it? Mace, what would you do? Yo, I'd turn out all the holes. Of a sexual smack and see the niggas right off the pedestal. I even look for my dad that I never knew to show him how I look and my Beretta too. I do good shit like take kids from the ghetto, show them what they can have if they never settle. Take every white kid from high class level, show them what Christmas like growing up in the ghetto. Teach niggas how to spend stash the rest, give blunts to the niggas under massive stress. Give every bum on the street cash to invest in whole Collinwell blow Be yeah. my last yeah. request. But if I had request. 24 hours the Bucket, fuck it. I probably eat some fried chicken and drink a Nantucket. Then go get a job from grandson and make sure I leave my mother the money to take care of grandson. I
0: wish I, I I wish I could play that whole song for y'all. That song is so fucking hard. That song is so hard. Like did that, 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 that so there's nothing you could say about that song that's that's wrong. That song is so fucking hard. Like it's 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 incredible. It's an incredible, incredible song. Um, shout out to, uh, D-Dot, shout out to Diddy for letting that song fly, because that song, unless you, bo- like, like, they did make a video for it eventually, but I don't, I think, if, he, I, I kind of wish he didn't let it fly, he could have let it, left it on the album, get, because down uh, Harlem World, by Mace, Platinum, I wish he wouldn't have let it fly, he should have let it build up, and then let it fly, because, what people don't understand is when they heard that song on Harlem World, it was like people were fighting for him to put that out and let it fly. So he, he kind of had to let it fly. So, I, I But that song is so fucking hard. I swear to God. That song is so hard. Like, I don't, I don't, That uh, song is so, so hard. All right. Let's move on to the next song. So, next lady song. So this song made the list because, as much as I am a fan of the way Foxy Brown raps and her her her, her cadence, her voice, um, I think this is the, this is the only other the, her first album, El Nana, was the this was the only song off that album. And I know people are gonna be like, what about I'll be with Jay-Z or Il Nada with Method Man? Um, The Promise with Havoc, who produced that that beat is hard too. Um, I know people will be like, well, why you didn't nah, I kind of like this song. It's a good it. and it's a hit. It's a smash. And this has another um sample, if you know it. Um you know how to find me, so what you're saying five at gmail.com. I know who the sample is from. But this song, I got it, it with everything that Foxy Brown has ever done. This is my favorite Foxy Brown song of all time. Um it's featuring Black Street, Black Street, excuse me. It's produced by Trackmasters and Teddy Riley. And here is, again, my favorite Foxy Brown song. It is called Get Get Me Home, and like I said, once I play it, if you know the sample, you know where to find me.
1: You know? come on, hold up that.
3: let's take it from the top i fox my swerve on, plus pure rocks In the six drop, full and it don't stop See money looking alright, yeah What up, rock? Across the room throwing signals I'm throwing them back Flirtin', in, cause I digs you like that Pete baby boy style Hoping we match You sent me crown royale With a note attached You said you look like the type that Know what you like I could tell by the jewels You go for the ice Plus you wear shoes well The suit flows nice I don't like the notes too well Let's be more precise Meet me by the VIP Let's powwow Whisper in my air like bullets bounce. Now I'm about to say peace to my man for you. When it's gotta all said and done, I got plans for you. Tonight. He said, Oh baby, you gotta, you you gotta with me.
1: get you home, gotta get you home with me tonight. Oh, 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 oh. oh, oh, oh. oh. oh baby, oh, I gotta get you home with me tonight. Come on, come on. That's
0: now that song is on, I think every playlist I have on my title, um, every built playlist that I have. I if, if as you hear that song, her, yo, sh- her voice matches exactly what that song is supposed to be. It is so it it, it just has a groove that you cannot deny. And having Blackstreet on it, just solidifies it. Like I said, it's a groove you can't deny. It's smooth. She rides that beat. It's a a, a spectacular song. Now, let's go to the next. Crew cut. Now, as I know, a lot of you are going to look and be like, why is this song on there? This song is on there because I love this song, but Also because the locks have maybe one or two songs in my top 20. And this song had happened to be the one that got left out. So this went here. And, again, it's a crazy song. It's a wild song. It's energy personifies, produced by my man, Swiss Beats, of course. Um. It's just energy personified. And people who were who know back in the day, who were with me, who, who, who have grown grew up in the 90s, know anything about 90s music, um, know that this was the first song that they let fly after they got off of Bad Boy and signed back to Rough Riders and You know, went to Interscope and it's the first song they let fly. And you knew they was back after when you heard this song. So here is The Locks, Wild Out, produced by Swiss Beats.
1: Thanks.
2: Yo, I still wanna stick y'all with minx Y'all would think y'all was shinks With a month of bad luck I'm now hunting motherfucker And guess who the duck I'm down uh-uh. there, you daffy like the loony cartoon But this ain't no cartoon My bullets clear out the room I, I said, boy, try and learn the fundamentals
0: here, son Like a rooster and a chicken hawk I teach you about a gun I place my money on one I pull it out, you run I wave it in front of your son And both y'all is done Blah, for God's
2: sakes What a nigga gotta do to make a half a million Must I wave it at your children Run up and in your building it goes straight for the bank got the coats of red wrapped at the bottom of the tank i know those tricks your supply is popping them i know those tricks give me those bricks now while out niggas Wild out uh, 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 Yo, uh, uh, Wild out okay. uh, Wild out oh 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 oh
0: I mean, you hear the energy on that song? do you hear the energy on that song? Do you hear the energy on that song? The energy on that song is crazy, crazy temp so yeah, you can see why I had to I had to put that song on the list now before we get to the last two. One ladies, one crew cut. I want to thank those who joined me, those who are gonna watch me, those who are gonna watch me later, listen to the audio. Thank you very, very much. I really appreciate that. Um, like I said, I do need for everybody to, you know, let's get them Twitch numbers up, let's get those, those, those let's get those uh, Facebook numbers up, let's get just get these numbers up, and let's you know, break the algorithms of ev- that everybody have. So in order to do that, I need you to focus your attention on the screen. And know that you can email me at sowitchersayin5 at gmail.com. Co- That's S O W T U S A Y I N 5 at gmail.com. You can also find me on Facebook at so What You're You can find me on Instagram at sowitchersayin. Twitch, so what you're saying, let's get these numbers up, let's get these likes up, let's break these algorithms, let's get into where we fit in, but if all else fails, and you cannot find me on anywhere else on those platforms, you can go to my link tree, so what you're saying, you can find me on all the social media platforms. So. Let's finish this off nicely. Let's definitely finish this off nicely. So, the last lady's cut, I saved one of my favorite joints for last. Y'all know what this is Little Kim, The Jump Off, produced by Timbaland. The other song. The other two songs that I had to choose from were better songs i um I think one of the songs made the list. I'm not sure if the other song made the list. uh I have to definitely look at it but um definitely, definitely it had to make the list it had it, this song had to make the list for the ladies. This song is produced by Timbaland beat is phenomenal. Anything Swiss and Timbo got they got got their hands on it is phenomenal. So for those of y'all who don't know, here is the jump off by Little Kent.
3: Now I'm back with the jump off. Goons in the club, case something jump off. Back up for the high with the pump off. In the graveyard is where you get stumped off. All we want to do is party. and yeah. buy everybody at the barbacard. Black Barbie dressed in i oh. trying to leave in somebody's Ferrari. Spread love. That's what a real mob do. Keep it gangster. Look out for, for people. people. I'm the wicked bitch of these. You better keep the peace. Hey, or out the peace. peace. We the best. Still is room for improvement. Oh, Our presence man. is felt like a black yeah, movement. movement. Seven quarter to eight. Back to back. back I'm sitting back on chrome.
1: Seven times. That's, that's for my peace. My peace. Uh-huh
0: now, what y'all know about that? My party people know what heat rock that is right there. That is a hot song. I don't understand. There, there really isn't too much anybody could say bad about that. That's Heat Rock. So there goes Little Kim again. She will show up in the top twenty. For those of y'all who think, oh, where's the going to be like where the females are top? 20. Trust me, they're going to be well represented in the top twenty because they make they 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 make some of the songs that I really love, and so they're going to be well represented in the top twenty. Um, and little Kim's gonna show up about probably around two, three times because she's on she has her own songs, and then she's on a a a song, a couple songs that I really like. So to finish off for the night, will be the last crew cut. Again, thank you guys for joining me. Uh, the audio format will be up tomorrow, six a.m the video will be on my website next Thursday and as well as on YouTube next Thursday. But of course, if you're following me on Twitch, if you're following me on Facebook, you know where to find the video at. So last but not least is a song that's very personal to me because it just touches me in a different way than most other songs. Uh, S- Tribe Call Quest. Rest in peace, the five dog. Uh, it's produced by the Uma, who's that? That's also cute. Kind of one of Q Tips' uh, offspring's. Like I said, this song touches me in a different way because at the time it came out, I, I was going through a little something, and I, I I knew how this felt, and this made me feel better. It made me feel like I can get through whatever I was going through. So to finish off the night, and I will see you next week, same time, same back station, is A Tribe Called Quest with Stressed Out.
2: I'm tight, burnt like flames. And why's that? American dream. They got this ghetto kid in the fiend. Don't stress that, cause it's not in your bloodstream. Your whole being comes from greatness. whatever. remember. long got you caught in the storms of December. And brothers on the block, packing eyes like September. Change these situations, get is fuckers all slender. Yo, I be on the avenue where they be acting brand new. I'm flooding on these Reebok joints for shorty boom. All of a sudden, I saw these two kids fronting. Talking out their joints, but they wasn't saying nothing. My hand on so my coolie, they was acting unruly. Yo, word up, yo, I was tight, caught up. But I swallowed my pride to let that nonsense ride. Because the positive, it seems that negative die. Yeah, we was at the dice game, making these cats look silly. Slamming, steady, running off at the willy. I had my cash, fix my rent loop with my Play-Doh. I gotta see so loose, so all my girls I blow. Took them shits in my palm, let them hit the flow. Kept my eyeballs soaked for them pigs' popo. I got to go on the app, see my parole by four. But I got a steady freak, these boys like Jojo. And I was doing it till I met Ice Spike, the mic, one bro they had my pocket surf the other Sprite. Yo, I know the feeling, when you feeling like you feeling, you be having good thoughts, but the evils be revealing, and the stresses of life can take you off the right path. Yeah. Jealousy and envy tends to infiltrate your staff. We got to hold it there so we can move on past all adversities so we can get through.